Welcome to Journeys into the Heart of Vibration with Mur de Marmion. On our program, we explore the ancient, current, and future modalities that are used in sound therapy and vibrational healing. We share information that is vital for a new paradigm of thinking and being to embrace vibration important for healing illness and disease. And now, here is your host, Mur de Marmion. Welcome, everyone, to Journeys into the Heart of Vibration. We have got a really amazing show today. We are delving into the frequency of thoughts and beliefs. And today's exploration is into, um, is into access consciousness, which is, if you, if you go to accessconsciousness.com, they say it is a different point of view about life that allows you to change anything you cannot change and create everything you desire in a different and easier way. Our guest today is Susanna Mittermeier, pragmatic psychologist and certified access consciousness facilitator. And she's going to tell us how we can do this. Welcome, Susanna. Hi, thank you for having me. (laughs) (laughs) It's wonderful to have you here and, uh, we were chatting before the show started, and I have a number of friends who are really, um, who have really studied access consciousness. So this is this is a treat for me um, to experience it. So let's just delve right in. Um, so Susanna, you're a you're a licensed psychologist, a pre- um, psychologist and a therapist, and a certified access consciousness facilitator. Um, can you? Tell us about your background and your training and what led you to psychology and the whole the whole story. Yes. Um, so I'm like probably most of you guys listening, always looking for something new and something different. Mm-hmm. And that started very early for me. And uh, when I, you know, when you start out, you have school and you know, it's all very structured, but once you finish school, you're like, now what? <laughs> now what do I do with my life? And mm-hmm. I came from a background of where it was really important to study, like something academically. Mm-hmm. And so I I had no idea what I wanted, like in forms of, you know, profession. When people ask, hey, what do you want to be when you grow up, you know? Um, <laughs> like for me, it was, I want to be happy. No, 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 mm-hmm. that's not a job. Uh, so, right. Uh, Darn it. You know, it's like, do you want to be a teacher? Do you want to be a this? Do you want to, I'm like, eh. um, so I never, you know, this whole like boxing into a profession, I never really, never really made sense to me. And so, um, but then, you know, I was taught, come on, you know, we didn't really have people who studied in our family. So come on, could you like, it was this, this thing of uh, studying something. So well, I did. I started to um, started to become a teacher, a you know a um, preschool teacher. No, not a preschool, a elementary school teacher. I think it's called in English. Because I actually um, I was brought up in Austria, mm-hmm. Europe, and so um, and then I started to become a high school teacher, and then I moved to Sweden just for fun. And I started to be, you know, I studied philosophy and linguistics and all that stuff. And I never really, you know, it was never really the thing for me. So I'm like, and then one day I sat down and I went, what do I truly desire? 
And that is a question that changed everything. And I t- can totally recommend it because most of us have no clarity on what we truly desire. We know what everybody wants from us. You know, we w- know what everybody else wants from us, but we seldom know what we desire. So mm-hmm. um, I, I realized, oh my God, I was living everybody else's life. I was, uh, what was more interested in making other people happy than knowing what happiness is for me. Mm-hmm. And after trying so many things and not really being happy, um, and you know, also I did a lot of things to try to be normal at the same time where I knew I was never normal. And so one day I was sitting down, I was really, really asking myself that question. What do I truly desire? What's my thing? You know, what makes me happy? And for me, it was this, you know, on one hand, like an energy that came up that I didn't have words for, you know, when you just know, oh, there's something. And then partly what I knew, what I could put words on was, I want to empower people. I want to show people how awesome they are and somehow show them that every problem can be turned into a possibility because that's something that always was true for me. Like that there's a lightness available for us to live and to be and to embody that's not normal on our planet yet. Right. And so, so with that request, with that ask of, hey, wow, this is what I would like to bring to the world. I actually went back to my old reference points, which were the academic studies. And I went through the university book um, and looked for what matches that. <laughs> and the only thing that I could find that kind of somehow matches that was uh, the psychologist program, which wow. is in Sweden. You, you study five years and then you're a psychologist. And it's a really great program actually in Sweden because, you know, you, you study to become a therapist and a psychologist, it's all in one. You st- And then you can go out and, and, and work. So I did that. Um, it's actually the only thing I ever finished. You know, I'm one of those who tried and, and, you know, tried, started, never finished, started, never finished, and drove my family crazy, totally. And <laughs> so... And like, can you imagine like, oh, ballet and then she's doing judo and then, yes. oh, oh my God, poor, poor parents. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like, hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> I could not believe it. This is the only thing I ever finished. Wow. And so, and so I, I started to, um, actually during my study, I was working in child oncology you know, children who have cancer. Um, and that was full on um, to, to work there. And then after I was done, I started in psych- like in mental health, I think it's called in English, or psychiatry in Europe. It's basically where, you know, all kinds of people come who have uh, very many different diagnoses. So I work with people with depression, anxiety, ADHD, ADD, substance abuse, personality disorder, bipolar, like whatnot. Uh, so I treated them all um, with psychotherapy and I did a lot of neurological testing Um, and so it was a situation where the doctor had a slightly hopeless look in his eyes Um, Susanna we have this person can you please fix them Uh, with the point of view they're not fixable and so little Susanna you know at that time was meeting these people it's amazing you know you get to get transferred from a doctor who has a hopeless point of view and you're like oh thank you that's awesome great you know and now you know thank you um that's no pressure at all you know trying to fix and so and the point of view of the doctor was always there is something wrong with this person 
So, okay, good. That was his point of view. So I would meet um, the different people and I, I never got it. I could never see the problem. I had a really hard time seeing the problem. I really tried and tried to see the problem and I couldn't. All I could see was a person in front of me who functions different, who sees the world differently, who has, you know, to just, you know, has a different view on everything and who oftentimes was and is very um, aware, very, um, um, how do you say, sensitive to to stimuli to everything that's going on um, around them and feels overwhelmed by the information and the city that they're um, that's going on that they had no and number one not being acknowledged for their awareness and their uh, you know some people call it awareness sensitivity psychic capacities whatever you want to call it it doesn't matter it's basically where people are aware of what's going on around them and uh they've never been acknowledged for it, you know? Number one. Number two, they have no tools to deal with that. All they've been told is, you're wrong, and mm-hmm. we need to fix you, you know? And that's not a great paradigm to live by. And so for me, I just knew this needs to change. There has to be something different out there. What else is possible? I didn't say mm-hmm. that question, but it was totally in my world of, there need there has to be a different paradigm. This can't be it. We can't live in a world where every second person is wrong and has a problem and has difficulties and is sick uh, and in, or insane. That's that can't be the world we live in. And if if it's the world we live in, it's time to change it. Uh, so that's how the whole thing started. Wow. And you know when you ask the universe <laughs> for the question, <laughs> guess what? Ta-da! <laughs> so. What came first, pragmatic psychology or access consciousness? When did you, what, 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 what was next? What was the so next? The, the very first thing that came was the question, what else is possible? Mm-hmm. Uh, which is, you know, where, you know, the, the need and tug, you know, where you're not a need from lack, but a need from, hey, there must be something different. Mm-hmm. What else is possible? Like, it's time for something different in my life. This can't be the life that's, that's, that's not my life. Like, like, what else is possible? It's a certain creative, generative need you are embodying. And from, from that need, you tug to you and towards you, like the possibility of people, the things that are energetically compatible with what you're asking for. And what you're requesting, and that's what showed up. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I took myself off a couple of days from from work, not knowing why. I just knew I need to have these days free. I don't know for what, but for something. And I, I kind of like had a knowing. You know, when you don't have the information, but I had a knowing um, there would be some kind of education that would come my way. It would change everything. I knew this. Um, Mm -hmm. And so, and then I took those days off, not knowing why I just knew I had to do this. So, and then a friend of mine said, Oh, there's this woman coming from America to Sweden and she's doing a workshop and it's called access consciousness. (laughs) And it's exactly, and it was exactly those dates. And I'm like, wow. So I'm like, okay, I don't, I don't need to know what it is. Please. I don't, I don't need a description. I just know I need to be there. So I went there and it changed my whole life. It was a, a bars class and a foundation class all in one at that time, which was really convenient. So, so um, and it was not just it was not just super easy for me because it basically it just turned everything upside down. You know, when you've lived in a world and you've kind of like 
try to be right your whole life. And then you put, you know, my whole life was so perfect from the outside, yet I was not happy. So it was really uncomfortable and um, took a lot of courage to go, you know what, I'm willing to let it all go. Mm-hmm. Um, all the perfection, everything I've put into place that looks right. You know what, I'm done being right. I want to be free. And mm-hmm. so it wasn't comfortable to let go of, of that stuff. Um, but, but I knew I had to do it. And so that's how I started to do access classes just for me because I wanted to be happy for real this time. And I wanted to find out who am I and what do I truly desire and how do I create what I truly desire. Wow. So that, that, that's, that started. And then... Um, I did a couple of classes and then very soon I met the founder of Access Consciousness. His name is Gary Douglas. Mm-hmm. And so I was with him and I remember sitting in the first row, um, like, you know, a diligent student trying to get it, understand it. <laughs> while, while, my, while my brain was melting and I'm like, I, I, I shall get this, you know, like like the Lord of the Rings. The, what's, right. what's his name? You know, the Gollum. You know, yes, the Gollum. <laughs> My dresses. And I'm like, my mind. I'm like, oh my God. So literally, I was trying to hold on to a melting something and crying, laughing at the same time, going, wow. Like it was this big breakthrough. And so um, after that, I had a lot of conversations with Gary where he basically, uh, we talked about what psychology truly could be, what else is possible, and how, you know, how a different paradigm could be instituted, a paradigm that works. Mm. And a paradigm that works, like the word for what works is pragmatic. Pragmatic means doing what works, choosing what works. Mm-hmm. And when you do what works, it's not about being right. It's not about avoiding to be wrong. It's about doing something that's good for you and for everybody else. And uh, so that's how the whole thing got started. That's amazing. Yeah, I can, I can, I understand the 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 meltdown that you talk about. <laughs> yeah, because I understood everything, you know. Like right. my job was to understand, right. and here I it didn't that that paradigm of understanding just didn't work anymore. Right. Well, and it's more intuitive. Where you're working exactly. from a more intuitive place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So for people who are listening to the show, can you? Um, we have about, I don't know, three minutes, two and a half minutes left. Can you talk about what access consciousness is? I mean, I yes. read the description from the website, but like everything well, else access, in access consciousness, I go, huh? It, yes, it, it's, it's like it, it offers you pragmatic tools to make your life work for you in every area. And um, it's it's really this thing where... You, you go to those workshops and you get acknowledged for what you already know. It's this place where you are acknowledged what you already know that no one has ever said. And people go, go there and say, wow, I mean, this is not necessarily something I, I, that's totally new for me because it's always been in my world. It's always been in my head, but nobody has ever voiced it. Nobody has ever said it. And I thought I was crazy. And now I know I'm not crazy. I'm not wrong. I'm strong. And then you learn how to use it to truly actualize and create what you desire. Wow. Well, and in a, in a, in a world, like you said, where 
were made wrong for being different, for not following the status quo, and for not being diligent students of what is typically taught. It's so refreshing, but it does take, there is an initial ramp up, like you were talking about, you were laughing and crying at the same time. It's like, what? (laughs) (laughs) So you integrated, you blended that with your psychology to create Mm -hmm. what you call a new paradigm, um, pragmatic psychology. how how are you doing that and how does it help people? You still see private clients or yes, are you okay? Yes. And you're also teaching facilitating workshops for access consciousness, correct? So all when, over the world. And wow. That would be fun, I think. Very fun. So what specifically well, maybe we should wait until after the break because we're coming up close before we get into this again. Um, how many, like, where's your fav- favorite place to go for workshops? Uh, honestly, it sounds cheesy, but wherever I go, I love it because, you know, you create miracles wherever you are in the world when you're being you and when you know what you know. <laughs> <laughs> and, you, you, and we always know what you know, right? <laughs> yeah, so true, so true. Well, on that note, we're going to take a quick break. So uh, hold that thought and stay tuned and we'll be right back. Yay. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Please join Dr. Sarah, a.k.a. Dr. Red, on an amazing journey of love, soul, abundance, compassion, and authenticity. Dr. Red is a well-renowned healer, hypnotherapist, author, and speaker who has overcome personal challenges to emerge stronger than ever before to reach out to you and heal you emotionally, mentally, and spiritually for the most informative and enriching experience filled with unbridled laughter and insights on life, health, culture, and society. Tune in to Dr. Red's. Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Are you satisfied with your life? Do you know that more should be possible? Listen for the Access Consciousness Radio Show with the creators of Access, Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane here. Our program offers pragmatic tools to change things in your life that you haven't been able to change until now. What if all of life could come to you with ease, joy, and glory? Tune in to Access Consciousness Thursdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Empowerment. What makes someone successful in their field? On Transformational Energy Leadership, Dr. Matthew Allen Woolsey speaks to amazing guests who share their ideas, advice, tips, and tricks as to what defines success for them. The result is positive transformation for you. You'll learn that personal energy is the key to make it work, and you'll hear through actual examples how to bring that positive transformation to life. Listen live every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Thank you. 
are listening to Journeys into the Heart of Vibration with Mur de Marmion. To find out more about us and the program, please visit creativedivinestudios.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back. And welcome back to this really uh, fun and informative show with Susanna Mittemeyer and all about access consciousness. And we're having a great time <laughs> this conversation. <laughs> At least I am. I Me too. <laughs> you were just talking while we were on the break um, about your travels and mm-hmm. all the differences in the expectations of the places that you go. Can you talk a little bit about that? Because it's pretty fascinating. Yeah, so you know how every country has their thing um, from history, uh, you know, how, how people are doing there. And mostly when you are in a country and you are there all the time, wherever you live, um, it's we usually don't notice it. But when we go to another country and we come back, we notice, oh, I didn't even see that aspect of my country. I didn't even see that this and this way of being or behaving or thinking is normal. And when we see that, we see how much we've adapted to that way of being that not that's not necessarily who we truly are. It's something that we have um, adapted to and, and made normal for us or bought as ours and created that as an answer for us as a definition of who we are rather than asking, okay, so does this really have anything to do with me? Is this really mine or is this something I have been buying as mine my whole life in order to be normal and not different and not too much and not stick out? You know, because many seekers always, we talked about this at the break too, many seekers always have been the black sheep in their families. They've always been different, weird, too much, too loud, too, why do you do this workshop? You know, aren't you done with your workshop thingies and your educations? You know, when I, when have, have you, haven't you not found yourself? And it's always so funny when, you know, you do these things and it's whatever you do is wrong. And so most of the seekers having been, you know, been wrong or made wrong their whole lives, try to get it right some way and somehow. And one way to try to get it right is by being like everybody else, you know, trying to, you know, not stick out. Mm-hmm. And that's where we buy things as ours that are not ours. And that hurts. It's, you know, it, it, it really impacts our physiological, uh, physiological, what's the word? Physiological. <laughs> that, that's what I'm looking for. That, that English word. is not my first language. So sometimes it's like, <laughs> um, so, so it, it, I say it easily. So it impacts our body. It impacts the way we think. It impacts like all parts of our, of who we, who we are and how we act because we try to adapt and try to be normal rather than being who we truly are. And that takes a lot of energy. And it's something that hurts our bodies. It hurts us because it's basically like trying to fit in a box that's too small that you can never fit into. So the invitation with access consciousness and pragmatic psychology is truly to, you know, explode out of that box and be willing to be too much, be willing to be different, be willing to be weird, because that's something that inspires the world. Mm-hmm. That's something that the planet and the earth and the world and the future requires of you. And if we look back at all the people who actually have been that in the past, you know, brilliant people who have um, also shaped our future they have been the weird people. If you just, the recent person, so Karl Lagerfeld, 
um, who just mm-hmm. died two days ago, I think. Um, mm-hmm. If you look at an interview with him, he's he always was the black sheep and the weird one. But he had ideas and he saw things that nobody else could see. And he actualized that in the world, in our world, that is just inspirational. We're like, wow, the way he does business, the way he, you know, what he created in the fashion industry, it's different, mm-hmm. it's amazing. And it's just one example of many um, seekers, weird people, black sheep who saw things that other people did not see because they're different and because they didn't make judgments relevant, they had the courage and to use their creativity to shape our future and to inspire other people, you know, to make beautiful music, art, uh, literature, ideas, architecture, every area of our lives, you know, um, that bring new things that create a sustainable living earth and future comes from people who probably have been the black sheep in their family or at least weird and different and did not (laughs) fit in. So I would say, how about not making judgments relevant anymore and being willing to be the weird, different, crazy people and use it, try, you know, start using that weirdness and that difference to create a future that works for us. And it's fun to have, you know? It is fun to be weird. <laughs> Trust <Totally>. me. <laughs> yes. Yep. So in your, in your practice, in your psychology mm-hmm. practice, how do you work with your, your patients this way? I mean, how, how do you introduce this way of, of thinking and being to them? So usually the people that come to me have, uh, they tell me on the phone or in the email um, that they have done very many things before. They have done very many psychotherapy sessions uh, in different modalities. They have done this and that and this and that. Nothing has worked. And then they saw a video on YouTube or somewhere for me or read my book. And they're like, oh, this speaks to me. That's something that acknowledges something that I know is true that I would like to know more about and tickle out and access so that's how it all starts and then so usually they 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 don't expect something normal um they know what i do is weird and wacky (laughs) but it works you know so uh that's a great start for me because then you know i'm i'm not a normal psychologist uh thank god uh (laughs) i'm very crazy myself and i'm very happy which is way too much anyway way so um but it's like i i used to be not happy and you know, working with depressed people and not being happy yourself, that's not a great thing. You know, it's not a great combo. So um, so I really do my best to walk my talk and um, and use the tools every single day. So when I meet my patients, I, uh, I don't buy their wrongness. You know, mm-hmm. I look at who is really sitting there. And, you know, often we're so convinced about our own problems and our own difficulties that we need someone else who does not buy that as true. We need someone who sees us as who we truly are and who does not agree and align or resist and react to our to the reality of our own problems and difficulties. So that's where I usually come from, where I, um, I listen to the people and what they're saying with their problems, but then I also expand my view and go, okay, who's the being, who's the person who really sits in front of me? What 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 am I aware of in their world that they're truly capable of? And mm-hmm. it's not necessarily that I voice that because if you're in the middle of a very depressed situation, you can't hear someone saying, oh my God, you're so awesome. 
Um, um, right, exactly. It's like, you're like, no, I'm not awesome. I'm actually really depressed. No, 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 no you're awesome. No, you know, it's like, that's not a great conversation to start with. But, um, you know, it's like, if you're a therapist, you know that, you know, you can't, or if, you, if you're a friend to, to someone and you try to make them happy, you can't tell people what they can't hear. Um, that's, you know, you have to start where they are, but it's just in your, you know, if it's basically when you go to the woods and you feel really bad and, or nature somewhere and the nature doesn't need anything from you, it doesn't want you to get better. It doesn't need you to get better. It's just like, hi, hi, thanks for being here. Thanks for being in the world. You're amazing as you are. And I see you have problems. I see you have difficulties, but you know what? I see that there's something greater in you and you can choose, you can have problems that it doesn't matter. It doesn't make you less uh, and you don't need to change anything at all. I'm grateful for who you are. That's something that the planet, the earth and nature gives us every single day. And that's something we could be for each other. And that's something I usually start out with, um, with the people that I meet, like just the gratitude for who they are. And then, and then we start to explore. That's where the journey starts. We start to explore uh, and look at, hey, what's really going on? You know, the thing you call depression, this thing you call anxiety, what is it really? Because most, most of the times people have bought very many definitions of what depression means, what it is, how it looks like. And all those definitions and reference points, they keep us from seeing what's truly going on. You know, it's mm-hmm. like you blinded yourself with, I am anxious, I am depressed, rather than what is it truly? And if you really, like the question you could ask, um, if I've never heard anything about depression, if I've never Googled it or heard anything about it, what would I notice? What would I be aware of? What is truly going on? And so every diagnose, like, the things, everything that seems like a wrongness, that's a strongness with a point of view attached. Mm-hmm. And the moment you take away the point of view, every wrongness turns into a strongness. Like truly, everything is the opposite of what it appears to be. And um, so, and there's, like, I could talk about this forever because, you know, this is what I do um, in my sessions and, and my workshops. It's just exploring like the the truth of what's really going on that's been so clouded by points of views, judgments, beliefs, wrongnesses um, that are just, you know, inventions. They're not real. That's something that we've bought as real uh, and taught ourselves and been taught is that that's real and that's something we need to look at, understand, to get rid of. No, 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 no. It's turning on the lights to see what really is. And that's basically what consciousness is. Consciousness means turning on the lights see what is and stop buying the lies and uh, so for example depression um, people who suffer from depression are usually extremely aware and what are they aware of well if you look at the world do we live in a happy world or in an unhappy world you know Mm -hmm. do, do people speak about you know oh my god I, what else is possible? What projects do you have? You know, no, they talk about my knee hurts and this hurts and my husband is not buying me flowers anymore. And you know, <laughs> he, just, he doesn't put down a toilet seat and, and whatever, you know, it's like, it's amazing. Like the conversations people have on a daily basis are not 
possibility conversations or creation po uh, conversations. They're like wrongness and problem conversations. And and I, it would be really cool to start changing that. And it's really on every single one of us where we go, you know, what, what conversation could we have? I mean, we can talk about putting down the toilet seat and all that stuff. But hey, that's great. And what else could we talk about? Um, you know, what if we ask each other, hey, what do you know? What would you like to create? Um, and, and inspire each other. That would change the world. Mm -hmm. Well, um, so there's a lot I could talk about. So, you you know, where do you want to go with the conversation? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm loving this because it's a good <laughs> reminder for me because I've been in kind of a weird space lately. And um, <laughs> one of my favorite access consciousness statements is what energy space or consciousness can I be that would enable me to see everything that I cannot see I love it yep. so friend of mine taught me that and it's like oh yeah but you're right I mean we are so put upon with so many expectations and I mean the world is getting better clearly after you know millions of years, hundreds of years that, of evolution, but still, I mean, you look out and you see all of the shenanigans that are going on yep. and, and people are just, it's almost like they don't have a specific source of inspiration and these questions and this mindset yep. is a source of inspiration to create, self-create inspiration. Yes, exactly. I love. Yeah, Sorry. and it, it's and it's so amazing what you say because it's we've not been taught to choose. You know, we've not been taught to hey, you know what you know. Um, what most people have been taught to no, 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 someone else knows better. You need to go to an expert, and they have the answer. And so you know, this whole paradigm that we talk about now is actually where you acknowledge, hey, I know what works for me, and. Um, even if you listen to an expert who says, okay, you can do this and this and this and that, um, you can listen to them and at the same time go, okay, cool. So which of those things work best for me? And it's something we need to practice that we trust ourselves to know what we know, because that's where, you know, the key to creating your life truly lies to trusting yourself to know that, you know, and that's so important for me also with psychology, because, you know, psychology actually used to be the study of knowing. And later it was turned into this um, study about behavior and about what's right and wrong and, and insane and insane. And what if it's about, what if it could be again about, you know, empowering people to know that they know and what they know so that they can trust themselves and know, oh, okay, so this is something that's true for me. This is something that's not true for me. So, you know, when somebody judges you, you can have a trusting in you that you know, okay, wait a second, is this person saying something that's really true about me? Or are they just judging me and it's actually not relevant? So much would be easier. And this whole thinking and, and you know, being concerned and worried about what other people think about you, all of that would fall away because you would go, oh, okay, they're just judging me. It actually, okay, whatever, they can do what they want, but I know what's true for me. I know I'm this or I'm not this. Mm -hmm. So um, that's this whole mission of, you know, empowering people to know that they know so they can actually create their lives. That's awesome because we spend a lot of time judging ourselves mm -hmm. because of others, you know, yes. and, and I think we're raised that way. 
from children in many ways. So at least, you know, that was my experience. So, so I can see how this would be so amazing for a patient coming to you with the possibility of mental illness, um, whether it be depression or anxiety or hopelessness, and having somebody just so totally rock their world with possibilities. <laughs> I mean, oh my gosh, this would be so amazing. This, I, I'm so happy that I found you, <laughs> you. to be on the show. This Thank is really you. cool. We're going to come up on a on a break here in about a minute. A so. It's such a pleasure to see. It's so, uh, such a pleasure to see people lighten up and go from total wrongness and being the black sheep of everything to, oh my God, there's actually capacities in mm-hmm. me that I can mm-hmm. discover and use. Wow, it's the most beautiful thing. A lot of times, you know, I think the diagnosis of mental illness is just we have been so put upon that we don't know where to go next. You know, how to be who we are and then also satisfy everybody else's expectations. Yeah. And that's just, it's, you know, impossible. Yep. So, let's see. When we come back, we're going to talk about your book. Because it sounds Mm -hmm. like some of your um, patients have read your book before they actually come to see you, which is very cool. So. Keep that thought in mind and stay tuned and we will be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Do you keep past regrets, hurt, pain, and disappointment with you for years or even a lifetime after the experiences? Feel free to clear the air and express yourself as a creative, intuitive, and powerful woman. Listen to Heal Past Wounds and Bring Joy Back with host Andrea Lewis. Andrea and her guests will show you that whatever happened in your past, it doesn't have to define you. Get ready to bring joy back into your life. Tune in every Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. Something beautiful is happening on Mondays here each week on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Join Rachel Corpus, angel communicator and psychic medium, along with her holy team, The Collective, when they'll share messages that guide you, heal you, and remind you that you are divine. Rachel loves introducing people to their own angels, and now she is here each week to do just that and so much more. Catch the show, You Are Divine, every Monday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. If you've always wanted to take the lead in your life, but you don't believe you are a leader, then it's time to change that mindset. Leadership expert Linda Patton will help you discover the powerful leader that lives within and teach you the leadership skills that will transform your business and your life. Stepping into your leadership brings reality to your vision, and leadership can be learned. Find out more on Leadership Stars every Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. 
You are listening to Journeys into the Heart of Vibration with Murr DeMarmian. To find out more about us and the program, please visit creativedivinestudios.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back, and welcome back to our discussion with Susanna Mittermeier and all about access consciousness. This has been an amazing conversation, and I'm so excited. Let's delve back in because we have a shorter, a little shorter period this time. Let's talk about your book, Pragmatic Psychology, Practical Tools for Being Crazy Happy. I love this. <laughs> what was your inspiration to write it, and who is your audience? Well, I never had the intention of writing a book. Uh, I was just in the, when I was working in mental health with people with different diagnoses and having having problems seeing the problem. Uh, basically, just seeing people who function different and see the world differently. I was so excited um, about you know finding out what else is possible to work with people that I basically just wrote for me you know what I discovered. I just wrote okay, so what is depression really? What capacities are behind depression? What capacities are behind bipolar? What capacities are behind ADHD, ADD, autism, and all these different diagnoses? So I just made notes mm-hmm. for me, wrote down, and I, I was riding in a plane on a beach, like I, I'm traveling, like wherever I'm, like oh, like whenever I got this hint, this hinge of, of writing, I was like just going and being really excited about it, and then. Um, it was never intended to be a book. Uh, it was just for me. And then a friend of mine asked, are you writing a book? So I basically t- turned to the pages and asked, are you a book? Do you want to be created as a book in the world? And I like, I got a yes. I'm like, okay, cool. So um, it was published. There you go. And I, uh, to myself, I was like, this might be the weirdest and most insane book ever. And maybe I will be <laughs> have tomatoes be thrown at me and be thrown out of the world into an exile of insane people. I don't know, but I didn't care. I'm like, I love, I love this and this is what's true for me. Like it or don't like it. And, um, and to my absolute surprise, people love it. And it's like out there in the world for years now. And by the way, new books are coming. So this, this is something that's out there in the world now for years and I get messages every day how people get inspired because it's something that is about empowering you to know that you know, knowing that you're not crazy and you're not wrong. You're just different. And being different can be a challenge um, because it's so easy to be judged and it's so easy to buy the judgments as true. And all you have to do is not making judgments relevant. Be the crazy, happy you if you're a little bit more happy than the average, you're probably called insane. It doesn't matter, you know? It's like if it works for you, if you are light and cheery and it creates your world, it does not matter if other people think you're too much or insane. So practical tools for being crazy happy. Crazy happy is where you're allowing yourself to be happy happier than the average bear and that's very easily done because people are not very happy on this planet and uh, (laughs) so if you're a little bit more happy you're probably you know seen as crazy and who cares Um, it's your life you know it's your choice and the only person who lives it is you and we have to stop making judgments relevant it's one of the main things that I keep talking about um, because it's such a pity, you know, so much our creati- of our creativity gets lost really when does. we make other people's points of view real. Like, you know, you have so much going on. You see things that other people don't see, 
And if you go, oh my God, because nobody else sees it, it must be wrong. Oh, you are not being kind to you and you're not being kind to the planet because, you know, your laughter heals the planet. Um, it's, it's so powerful. It's like judgments are, they are waste. They're like, um, you know, too much dust or not, dust is not the word, you know, too much trash, like mm-hmm. trash judgments go hand in hand. But if you laugh, you really heal everything around you. It's great to lightness that our planet that could be if we chose. And I think now is the time, you know, there's a lot of weird things going on in the world, um, in the, you know, political realm and, Otherwise, it's like very interesting people ruling our countries. So, I mean, time for us to step up and and truly go for creating a world that works for us. Exactly. A weird world for crazy cool people <laughs> like us. Yes. <laughs> so you travel and teach workshops for access consciousness. What do you teach in your workshops? Are they advanced courses or... All kinds. So I teach um, bars classes. I teach um, foundations. That's another um, access class. And I also teach a lot of pragmatic psychology classes. And Mm -hmm. um, they are usually like different ones. They're two-day classes where it's just people who come who think they're totally weird and different and too much and too wrong. And and maybe they've even got the diagnosis. And so we have these days together where we discover what capacities and what abilities are hiding behind disabilities. So everything you thought is wrong or diagnosed about you, how can you turn this into ability, a capacity that you can use to create your life and be really awesome um, and successful? So that's something we do. And then also I teach a lot of classes, the advanced classes for practitioners, therapists, social workers, teachers, um, parents, uh, doctors, like a group of people who are like practitioners working with people who want to find out how else can I facilitate change? How else can I work with my clients um, to have it like have it work, be pragmatic and have it easier in me, but also create greater results with the people I work with. And, um, and it's a totally different paradigm of working with clients. And it's amazing what gets created um, in these workshops. Yeah. That's so cool. I think every single doctor on the planet needs to go through this, actually. <laughs> I might get in trouble for that, but that's that all right. <laughs> yep, I agree. Mm. So you teach the bars class, and that was one of my questions. That yeah. is like the mainstay of yeah. access consciousness, from the foundation of it. Can you talk about what that is and what it does? Yes, I love the bars. So the bars are 32 points on the head that are lightly touched, and with every touch, uh, you create change with total ease. It's like, um, it's like basically every, like there are different points who are speaking about different areas of your life. So there's like um, aging and body and sexuality and, you know, all these different areas where we keep sticking ourselves with our points of view or judgments, everything that's wrong, everything we're trying to keep it and do it right. And so with the light touch, we actually change and dissipate the charge of those uh, thoughts, feelings, and emotions that are stored um, in those different areas or those aspects. Um, And the thing is that even science now has discovered that, you know, our points of view create our reality. Our points of view, um, they shape the cells in our bodies in a way that starts to create disease. 
and illness. Mm. So once mm. we let go of those points of view, we change our physiologically, we change our body, we change our the way we show up in the world, and um, and our lives change. You know, because your point of view creates your reality. If you don't have a point of view, you have really choice to create your reality. So the bar is a very efficient and dynamic and powerful tool to start getting rid of those things that's keep you stuck those points of view those judgments in all different areas of your life and I just the very first time I got my bars run I was so dizzy I'm like wow and I realized how much solidity I had in my world Mm -hmm. trying to live in this world trying to adapt like you know solid and heavy and it's like wow I felt like weight was lifted off my body and my being and since then, especially now that I travel so much and facilitate so many classes, um, I try to get my bars run at least at least once a week mm. um, and make time for it and often even way more because it just makes your life easier. It's just like where you go, okay, the things that are made real, this, the impact this, that this world tries to have on you, like keep in line, be normal, don't be too much. You're like, yeah, you know have fun with that I'm gonna actually live my life it's like yeah, whatever um, it's like you know yeah so that's that's the effect and, and I used it in psychiatry and mental health a lot with my patients and uh, it's it's incredible the, the you know it's it's amazing um, like the person lies down you, you hold their heads and then every time for example when I touched a body point and they didn't know that I touched a body point Guess what? The person started to talk about their body. You know, oh, wow! <laughs> um, it, it was so magical. Like you touch the area, and then they don't know, and they talk about exactly that area of their life, and you're like, wow! And what I noticed, um, you know, in my therapy sessions when I did the bars, is that it got the conversations we could have and the change that we could uh, create got so much deeper and easier to access than mm. in normal psychotherapy. You know, when you just talk, because. Uh, you have to include your body, you know, when you c- want to create change. It's not just, you know, changing your point of view and your uh, the energetic stuff. Like your body is included in the change and we store so much crap in our bodies uh, that the bars are such a gift to, to get rid of. Wow. Mm. Well, we're coming up on the four-minute mark of the show and we're, we're kind of out of time, but I want to ask you one last question real quick. So what is your favorite access qu- consciousness question? <laughs> it is, like we said, what else is possible? Oh, what is that? Okay. You, you never take no for an answer. And you always, like, even if it's amazing already, you never stop creating. You never stop seeking, looking for greatness that you have never, ever considered. It's so awesome. Awesome. I remember when my friends were studying access consciousness and every other sentence out of their mouth was, what else is possible? What else is possible? And it's like, okay, would you stop? (laughs) But it is. I mean, I find myself asking, okay, what else is going on with the situation that I am not seeing? Yep. So it is very powerful. Susanna, I'm sorry we're out of time. I so enjoyed this this show with you. Oh, my gosh. I hope you will come back sometime. Yay, I'd love to. Okay. Well, thank you again. And um, I'm going to talk about next week's show real quick, and then we'll, we'll finish up. Super. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. 
So thanks, everybody, for being on this show. And I hope you enjoyed um, Susanna Mittermeier's um, sharing about access consciousness. It's really an amazing um, modality practice. I don't know. Conversation with yourself. Um, a door opener. I want to talk a little bit about next week's show. <clears throat> next week, we go into our exploration of the healing frequency of plant medicine. And our guest next week is Carlos Tanner, who is founder of the Ayahuasca Foundation in Iquitos, Peru. And this show and the Ayahuasca Foundation support a new paradigm of medical understanding, which is arising in nearly every culture of the world. A new field of medicine is burgeoning in which modern technology is used alongside natural interventions. Carlos will talk about the foundation and how it promotes the use of an education about plant medicine and how it can be effectively used to produce a holotropic treatment plan. The Ayahuasca Foundation also supports the preservation of indigenous wisdom and culture. Now, one of the topics that we are going to talk about is the use of this plant medicine, Ayahuasca, Ayahuasca, for healing trauma and um, other emotional issues. Um, I have had an ayahuasca journey and can say that it is the one of the most powerful experiences that I have ever seen. If you've ever been to a place within you where you are um, literally in the presence of God and seeing God, that would have been my experience. I did not pursue it uh, from the standpoint of personal trauma, but only because I wanted more answers that I was able to access myself. So they were going to be talking about some trials that they have for childhood trauma study, and they have a research team. Um, and they're in the process of securing further funding for this and they're also in the process of making a documentary film. So this is all going to be very cool. So be sure and join us next Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time. And we welcome Carlos Tanner and Ayahuasca, the plant medicine for body, mind, spirit. And that's our show for today. So appreciate you being here. Please stay tuned. And we will see you next week. Thank you for tuning into Journeys into the Heart of Vibration with Mur Demarmian. We'll be back with another edition next Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We wish you a good week ahead.